and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I'm your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by special guest Robbie Hutchinson. You could say he's a junior NOS crew member. Uh, he is, uh, he, he's always calling himself uh, too old, so I'm, I'm giving the junior title here since uh, he's not really that old. But anyway, <laughs> Robbie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I am great. Uh, a little cold. Uh, my heat is out in my house right now. It's been a out for about a week now so uh yeah we've been just huddled around uh, heaters and stuff but my uh office space doesn't have a heater and when i do try to plug a heater into it it trips the breaker so i'm just like no i'll just uh bundle up <laughs> oh no <laughs> but yeah it's a uh, been a crazy couple weeks for me uh, i hope things have been good for you i know you've got a, a baby and and everything uh you know taking care of of new life is it's got to be its uh, its challenges, but also it's very very rewarding just to have someone so precious in your life. So I, I definitely am I'm jealous and uh, happy for you, Ben. Oh yeah, exactly. I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> uh, so um, let's go ahead and get into what we are radical rexing about. Okay, Robbie, kick us off. How are you doing this week? And what uh, are you Radical Rexing about, like, overall? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I guess um, Scarlet and Violet would be, you know, what I was Radical Rexing most about this week. Um, but as well, uh, um, before that, I would say um, Realm Morale finally came out of beta. So that's the game I've been... It's, you know, it's on the Switch, it's on Xbox, it's on a PC, it's on a few things. Um, it had been in beta for a very long time, and it was one of those games where it looked like it was just going to stay in beta and die, and then it just <laughs> unexpectedly just came out of beta. So, yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's a kind of typical uh, cartoonish, you know, um, battle royale game, but it has, like, the fantasy classes instead of, you know, your typical fair and um you know and each of those classes have specific weapons and abilities they can use and they've made that more distinct now so you can't before the beta when it was in the beta you couldn't pick up you could pick up class weapons and stuff but now those are only for that specific class so they made it more each of the classes more distinct and just made it overall better so it was like it was really enjoyable to see something like that not just get forgotten and left by the wayside but actually the developers are like okay we're going to put work into this and actually release it in the condition it should be in yeah awesome um interesting uh, is it free to play or is it something that it costs a little bit or no it is absolutely free to play yeah it's one of those okay. games where and then you can you get currency for just doing dailies and stuff and so you don't even really have to put anything into the game whatsoever Okay. Is it does it have microtransactions? Is it like a cell phone type game, or is it pretty much rooted in consoles? It's it has like you know skins like cosmetics and stuff that you can ah. get um, you know various different things like that. Um, like a typical skin is like ten bucks if you did the exchange, but you can get well before the beta you could get sixty coins a day. Now it's like thirty coins a day. They they mm-hmm. didn't have that. That was one thing they did nerf a little bit so and like uh, there when you get um dropped in the game you become a chicken that's kind of their like gimmick and like if you survive as a chicken you come back okay so 
you can get skins for the chicken. Those are like cheaper. Those are like two <laughs> bucks to five bucks. And then, you know, you have your nice skins, which are like $18 and stuff and up, yeah. you know, but you know, it's, it's fairly balanced in that. Like, it's not like, you know, like once again, like all that's cosmetic, you can completely play the game. Nothing is pay to win. It's just, you know, everything that's you would want, you know, is cosmetic. And so that that's yeah. pretty fair too. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, do you have anything else you want to bring to the table? Um, well, you know, just radical thing about having a, you know, baby daughter and how much <laughs> that's been a blessing. And, you know, uh, that's, I would say that parenthood is never quite what you expect. Like it is, huh? it is quite the challenge and, but, but just so much rewarding, more rewarding than you even think at the same time. So it's like, it's, very diametric but it, like it's worth it in the end like yeah awesome cool um as far as what i've been recording about of course i've been playing pokemon i've been playing a lot of splatoon um i had i think it was like 180 hours last month and i got my roundup for my my switch playtime so i'm oh. playing a lot of splatoon 3 <laughs> but um but yeah, I've been enjoying Pokemon. Uh, I just caught a Dunsparce, and there's a slot in the Pokedex next to Dunsparce that looks like Dunsparce might have an evolution. I've got my fingers crossed, hoping that they give him some love this game. Um, but uh, other than that, I'm, I've been really enjoying just seeing the new Pokemon. Um, but we'll get into that in the main topic. Um, and then outside of that, um, you know, we recently had our Halloween party um, here at the house. It was late, um, and there wasn't very much turnout, um, but we did have a couple people come. And uh, it was a good time. It was a dinner party, and uh, we had good food and enjoyed lots of delicious snacks and, and things. Um, and uh, it was it was overall a really good time. And uh, I'm glad to be moving into the winter months and, uh, you know, Christmas and everything's right around the corner. And uh, definitely looking forward to just uh, just chilling. Just wasn't expecting to be chilling this much with my heat being out. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got all of our, our pets in one room at night to keep us all warm. We've got our Kotatsu table all warm, warming. The, we took the blanket off the Kotatsu, and we have that warming in the room that we're sleeping in. So <laughs> yeah, oh. we're nice and cozy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and uh, I think probably the next thing that I'm looking forward to is, you know, I just, when I went to pick up Pokemon, um, I pre-ordered Tales of Symphonia. Uh, they didn't have the collector's edition at GameStop, but I did pre-order that for Switch, and hoping to find a collector's edition somewhere to pre-order but yeah definitely looking forward to playing that game in february but a little a little ways away but um, i can't think of any other games that are coming out for the rest of the year that i'm really stoked for though i would like to pick up sonic i hear good things about that game and uh i hear that it's uh it, it pulls on a lot of the heartstrings of the sonic adventure uh series so i uh, definitely looking forward to trying that game hopefully it's a christmas game for me um but yeah um I think there's anything else that's like major awesome. Um, I think that's about it. Um, work's been good, so you know, just uh, yeah, we got lots of food to eat next week with Thanksgiving, and then the Black Friday sales. I'm sure everybody has their their things picked out they want to get for uh, people for Christmas or themselves or what have you. So there's a lot of deals oh, yeah. out there. I'm actually hoping to get a new phone with with uh, Black Friday deals with T-Mobile or something. I haven't seen their deals come through yet, but. Fingers crossed, because I've got an iPhone 7, which is uh, very outdated. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. We're actually missing we're missing uh, doctor's calls. They just don't come through to my phone, which is a bad thing. So definitely 
uh, urgent need. So yeah, yeah. Um, I guess on a more personal note, um, some things that we have coming up. Uh, and Draco is going to be uh, seeing a spinal surgeon. They're looking at fusing uh, all of the spine. Um, just to help with the cervical cranial instability and, and everything with the EDS. So uh, we're looking forward to that. It sounds like a bad thing, but it's actually a really good thing to keep migraines and everything away. Um, so hopefully that, that goes well. Um, something that we have to look forward to. Um, I think next week is when we see the first initial intake uh, before we start having you know, procedures discussed and scheduled. But yeah, looking forward to the, the forward motion there right now. We're thinking there might be a spinal leak, uh, spinal fluid leak. So uh, lot lots of bed rest and uh, just uh, waiting to get through that appointment. But yeah, a lot of things are positive, uh, you know, health wise, just finally starting to, to move forward with that. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to travel a lot more. And uh, with my job, I'm remote, so I can just go a bunch of different places. So hopefully once things get, you know, straightened out there, we'll be a lot more mobile and be able to visit and stuff. So I know we've tried how many times now to meet up and <laughs> we just have never yeah. been able to do it. <laughs> I got to get some free time to come come over there to you and and visit. And I, I haven't even once met baby or wife. Um, so yeah. um, maybe I don't know. I'm I'm off like at the end of this month and the thirtieth and the first. I'm going to be off. So I don't know if you're busy those days or not. But I'm going to have that that length of time to maybe come down and visit or something. I'll see if we can work something out. If not then, then uh, maybe a little bit later. And then we're also talking about having the Noscury get together for a, uh, a white elephant gift exchange. So uh, you're definitely oh, invited yeah. to that. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure something out. Like hopefully here soon. Yeah. And hopefully you can join up on Pokemon. Uh, but uh, speaking of Pokemon, let's go ahead and get into the topic today. Um, generally, we're just going to be talking about uh, all things Pokemon, the state of, of Pokemon as a franchise and, uh, you know, from card games to video games to anime, the topic. So, um, yeah, let's get into all things Pokemon. I wanted to talk to you a bit about the state of the current uh, Pokemon TCG, uh, some of our nostalgia for the olden days, and just um, I'm very much curious how the the, the state of the game is um, current days um, versus how it used to be. Um, and then I, I used to be for a time uh, a player, uh, maybe oh, it's probably like three years ago, and um, I really enjoyed playing that time, but I didn't really do anything competitive. And I was, I was a bit skeptical of the whole, um, you know, old sets are are null and void and the new sets are what's in. And, and I'm not a big fan of the rotation like they do for Magic or Pokemon. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. But I've seen a lot of really cool card types come out, really cool artwork. Um, some really cool, like, four-panel Pokemon cards and things like that. And and there's a lot of different mechanics and things they've introduced in the game. And, and Tom... Um, you know, the co-host uh, for Nintendo Nostalgia is just, like, super into Pokemon ECG and, and in the games and stuff. 
And uh, I've heard good things. I just never really made the plunge. And I know you you frequently go out and try to find the biggest boxes um, that you can find, like the best ones, the latest ones, especially ones that have your favorite Pokemon in them. And I try to get some rare pearls. And you've shown me some rare pearls that you've gotten. And I just kind of wanted to see, um, you know, what the game is like nowadays compared to the olden days of you know, Pokemon League and and uh, playing with just, it was very much, it felt like a uh, just whoever has the strongest Pokemon uh, won or had the best luck. But now it seems like there's a lot more strategy to the game. And you've also played the other side of Yu-Gi-Oh! So I was kind of curious to see what what you thought of the state of the game and how it's become. Well, from a Yu-Gi-Oh! player's perspective, the amount of draw power you have in Pokemon is ridiculous. Like, especially <laughs> nowadays, it's not, it's, I guess, tamer than it used to be, honestly, in some ways, but at the same time, still more exploitable. It's it's weird. Pokemon's in a weird uh, place. The top-ranking decks, like, in the last in the world was, like, um, Arceus and Flying Pikachu, which um, uh, which was actually considered a, a bad card, and then people realized it had the um, the V Max actually had potential and uh, ended up you know decimating at Worlds. So it's like I'm not super familiar right now. I don't have a whole lot of time to play. I did teach my wife how to play the game, and that was something fun. Like to go, you know, build a, cause I have extra cards right now. We will, we were just do some decks together and we're uh, playing and that was really fun. Um, the, I do keep up with like collectible things and stuff. Like I've been, was really into the ghost that, um, I have almost all of it in the one card that eludes me though, is the, uh, radiant blastoise, like, which I've seen <laughs> a few people have an issue with that. Um, I have pulled, I believe, six Radiant Charizards and six Radiant Venusaurs and not one Radiant Blastoise. So, wow. Yeah, it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, was it, just, was that luck know, or is that just short print? <laughs> it's it's just uh, probability. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. it happens sometimes. Like, you know, it's funny. It's, it's a meme at this point. Like, you know, like we joke every time I would buy another pack. I was like, well, let's see. And I'd like... Like, well, let's see if I get a radiant blast. Says, oh, it's another radiant Charizard. Oh, it's another radiant Venusaur. <laughs> so <laughs> I still get really good pulls. It's just not what I was looking for. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, uh, I don't know if you remember the Pokemon EX, which was like the first kind of like special card type. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're actually coming back. Uh, that was announced um, after the Sword and Shield are done with the... Scarlet and Violet, they're going back to Pokemon EX, so that's awesome. It's going to be a I, change in format. And that was the first one that, that introduced the two two prize cards if you took them down, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember so, playing around that time, and that was kind of a newer mechanic. So that was that's good. I can't remember the first one I pulled is either um, Hitmonchan EX or Sneasel EX, and one that was one of those two cards was the first one I pulled. Um, so I still have those as well. So um, cool. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that changes the game. And it might be to where that some cards will actually, instead of all of the EX being basic Pokemon, you still have to evolve into them. So uh-huh. that would be interesting. Uh, yeah. And there's a few different things. They haven't given us everything on that yet. Um, 
But it's interesting because Pokemon V just started and they're kind of now switching gears back to an older style. So um, it was has really kind of shaken things up a bit. Um, I was liking the direction Pokemon was going. Like some of the V Pokemon were a little bit ridiculous. But before <laughs> they get rid of them, they're actually releasing an unknown V, which is actually Ooh. unknown V. Yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) and so like I'm like okay, that makes it worth it. Like that's the one thing I wanted to see. And there's going to be an unknown V star, which on the card art it actually is the unknown spelling out V star. Nice. So so it's uh, that's how the uh, V Pokemon are going to go out with that. Which I was like, they had to do that. They had to do the yeah uh, unknown V. Um, (laughs) uh, Besides that, like uh, you know. It's I don't know. It's interesting to see the game is with Pokemon Live. It's had uh, issues like that's uh, Pokemon's kind of like um, card thing. Um, the the they're being able to play without you know physical product and stuff, and you get codes for that and everything. But yeah. they've switched over from their old one to their new one, and that hasn't been the greatest transition. Um, people mm-hmm. haven't liked the new one, so that's been a big talk in the community. They're trying to fix things. Some things have been fixed, but not everything that needed to be addressed has been fixed yet. So yeah. people still have the reservations about it. Um, Are they still doing we, codes? Yeah, they're still doing codes. Like, uh, okay. you know, I have so many codes. That actually, <laughs> Live is technically coming out of beta also. Okay, that explains it. Or it's in beta now. I don't know if it was in alpha before, but it's um, now available on Android for the first time. <laughs> I just got an it. invite to my phone uh, to join the new Pokemon card game experience. So I I, it's, um, I wondered what was going on with that. Yeah, yeah. So it's I have a download. I'm going to have so many codes I can put in. I want to <laughs> do it. Get some cards and get some practice, and that, that's one of the things I've been wanting to do to be able to get back into the game. Like, mm-hmm. sense besides you know just watching videos and stuff on it. Um, so it'd be nice to be able to do that finally, and you know be able to do it from my phone. It's oddly not available on the Switch though, which you yeah. think well that would be one of the places it would be with like you know things like Pokemon, uh, yeah, Ultimate or. Uh, Pokemon Unite on the uh, Switch and on mobile, so. Yeah, and maybe they didn't want to, you know, knowing it was close to the Pokemon release, they didn't want to cannibalize, you know, the new Pokemon game, but maybe it's something they do uh, early next year or something like that, you know. And they probably need more time to develop that and get it, get it working for the Switch if they do, even if they do. If they don't, that's that's fine. Like, I didn't really have much expectations for them to bring any card game to the Switch. Like it's like we haven't gotten the card game on a console, you know, or or anything really since like the TCG, you know, back on Game Boy Color or Game Boy. So yeah. <laughs> we've not really seen anything like that. But it would be kind of cool if we did get that eventually. Um, the closest we got was the e-reader cards, you know, <laughs> if you can really count that. <laughs> but um. But yeah, um, that's cool. Uh, I was kind of curious about the, the state of the TCG. So let's move on over into the state of the anime. Uh, some notable things have been happening, and uh, it's uh, pretty exciting to see, uh, you know, some some celebration, some monumental things happen in, in the world with Ash and everything. So let's go ahead and roll in on on into that. 
Um, I, I don't know if you saw the news, but you probably have that uh, Ash has finally won uh, a world championship or he's world recognized now. Um, he uh, took down, uh, oh man, I'm blanking on his name. Um, what's his name? The uh, with the Charizard. Sword and Shield, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's completely escaping me right now. Hop's but uh, What's that? Hop's brother. Yeah, Hop's brother. And I was just playing. Uh, I was just playing Sword. I started up a new game on Sword before this new Pokemon came out, and um, I was playing um, just enough to get to the point where I could do my uh, code for uh, Marshadow. And uh, you know, I, I did that, and for some reason, his name is escaping me. Like I just played it, but yeah, uh, I should know that. But um, anyway, uh, so. So, yeah, there was this epic battle. Um, it was pretty much posted everywhere on the Internet. Like, it was hard to miss it. Um, I just saw it randomly pop up in my Facebook feed and watch this this battle between the Charizard and the Pikachu. And it was it was top tier anime quality. Like, I loved seeing that that, that epic fight and seeing, like, you know, Ash come out on top. And uh, so, yeah, uh, Ash finally did it. He became the very best, you know. <laughs> it's like, where oh, do they yeah. go from here? <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's a topic of hot discussion on the internet right now. Yeah, hmm. I know that they have their side project going right now with the uh, the Hisui region and the kind of like set back in the olden olden Pokemon times, like the Arceus games, the Legends Pokemon Legends type stuff. Um, so it's kind of curious what they do with that. Um, I know you know Ash has gone through some art changes. Um, I think the last art change that they had before this one was um a bit um abrasive um it was a bit weird with the sun and moon era uh very very different take on ash um and then they kind of updated the art to this latest one where he looks kind of a hybrid of the two and i think it looks pretty good um but what were your what were your opinions or thoughts of the changing that they did with ash um you know he's been perpetually what 10 years old but uh <laughs> maybe grown up a little bit but People actually forget he did have a birthday, so he's actually technically 11 years old. And actually, Pokemon forgot that he had a birthday um, <laughs> too. So uh, he, uh, but Leon was the name you were looking for. Uh, Thank you. Yes, I was thinking Lance, and that was just not working. I know. I, I, that's where I went too. I, I knew you were going to go there. I'm like, no, that's, that's us being old. They're like champion Lance. I mean. They have too many, you know, champions with L names. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, no, I, I I agree. Like um, Sun and Moon was art style was very heavily heavily criticized. It was the art style was a lot more fluid. It, um, but yeah, it definitely took a hit. Um, but that's the problem with Pokemon. It's multiple times. I still remember when. Um, oh, I think it was. Diamond and Pearl, when it moved to that one, like the backgrounds weren't nearly as good. Like you can, it was a noticeable difference from like the previous mm-hmm. season, like, you know, and just, and just how they've like changed and stuff. But yeah, I agree too with like where the art style is now. It's better than what it was in Sun and Moon. Like that fight was amazing. Pikachu going Super Saiyan, you know, <laughs> well, too much. I mean, at this point, like, yeah. It's if you're gonna watch Pokemon at this point, you have a long way to go. So by the time you get through it, you'll forget what we say here. But um, no, it it was really good. Like Pikachu, like you know Pikachu actually being able to stand up to things and not just being weakened randomly, so that it's you know 
useless, like and being like losing to like a level five starter at the beginning. Like that was once again, um, diamond and pearl, like Pikachu lost to a level five Chimchar. Like it's like, <laughs> this is Ash's Pikachu. Like what is going on? Like, um, so yeah, so it was just good to see them have like, you know, have him become, you know, his dream. And so, People are wondering if we're going to even have Ash, if they're going to go a different direction. One of the notable things is in Scarlet and Violet, um, Pikachu no longer has his cry, which this is not a spoiler because it's uh, in the trailer. But Pikachu no longer has the Pikachu cry like it's had since Let's Go and things like that. Um, so, you know, Pikachu actually makes its original, like, red and blue cry now again. So Interesting. I didn't know the set. Yeah, so that's one of the things. Like, so you know, people are speculating they might go with a different protagonist now. They might reboot Ash, you know, from like the beginning. Like, this is his first, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, he might just be a new thing. But especially with like the school aspect, it's going to be interesting because not since the you know first season of the anime have we really had like a school aspect because you had the trainers like Ash came across that instead of. Um, going out in the world and being Pokemon trainers, they learned about Pokemon training in school and had like simulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was the simulations were actually what the uh, Game Boy games looked like. <laughs> and, uh, and they would actually make, uh, they kind of with tongue in cheek with it. were like, Oh, like if I use vine lip, you know, this uh, Starmie gets knocked out in one hit. And then like Misty Starmie didn't, was able, you know, to withstand the hit. And he's like, what, what's going on? That doesn't make any sense. And like, <laughs> That's just the anime for you, you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, I, I, I like to see where they're going. Like the animation on that episode was beautiful. It looked like they spent the entire budget on that one episode. <laughs> but, you know, I'm all for it. Like that was, if this is Ash's, you know, farewell, then like they, they played them off well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and and there was a lot of background nods, uh, different people's like. You know, sitting in the crowd watching Ash, you know, and, and they, they, they called back to a lot of the different things in the series. And then, uh, you know, he got that big trophy and it was just really cool, really, really big celebratory moment for Ash. Um, so it's it's really cool. Like, I mean, he, he won, you know, I think it was Sun and Moon. He he won that one, but it wasn't like the the, you know, very best top of the world type thing like this one was. So uh, he's been trying for so long and it's it's. It's it's good to see him get to that point. Um, time continuities all all aside. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting to see if they do like go a school route, uh, or or what they decide to do. Um. I don't know if I should say route anymore because they're, they're I guess in the new Pokemon they're called areas. So. Uh, <laughs> um. But you know they're 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 challenging formulas. They're trying to see what they're going to do with that. I'm kind of curious to see if they eventually we'll do like a fast forward where ash is the dad and you know there's a new kid in town like any like his son it takes up the mantle or something it'd be kind of cool um you know just kind of a fast forward into the future futuristic look um or if they're just going to go like you know for now just lean heavily into the new stuff with you know your um your violet and scarlet um motif uh, set in the uh, i guess it's kind of a spain theme centric thing um which, by the way, I'm really happy that they have a uh, a different version of a, a Tauros. Um, so that's, I mean, it's not really that different. But, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that they did something for that. Because, you know, Spain and Bull is like, 
bulls and stuff are like really famous. So I like that they're, they gave something to that, uh, that distinction. I, I was really, really happy about that. But, um, but anyway, so that kind of moves us on from the anime, um, uh, trying to go into the, the card games. I'm not, I don't think there's anything much we need to talk about the mobile games too much. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the actual core video games, um, as far as the mobile games go or the, uh, the, the side games and things, um, I know that they're, they just released uh, Sableye in, in Unite. I haven't played Unite in a long time, but there's, there's several Pokemon. I'm like, oh, I'm almost tempted to go back and play that game because this Pokemon's here or this other Pokemon's here, you know. Um, have you been keeping up with the game? So for Unite, um, it has the problem of mobile. You have to have a group of people playing with you regularly, mm-hmm. like, it's one of those games you have to have friends like because if you're not having friends it's gonna be a slog and like you know solo queue and stuff is just not fun like um so it's one of those games where we who were playing for a little bit we had gotten back in um i think around sylveon yeah and uh we had played when glaceon was released again um like we had both me and my wife have both gotten Glaceon and things like that. Um, and then after that, it's just been like, nope. Like, we, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like you have to have people to play with in order to make it like enjoyable. And like, I've, yeah, I was a league veteran. I played uh, League of Legends from season one through seven. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, MOBAs have their, you know, great benefits. There's really fun, you know, interactive gameplay in MOBAs, but they also have their issues. And like, um, and the the problem with especially like Unite is some of the things that make it good or better about MOBA also actually hurt it because there's like not towers, and so you know you have nothing to defend you. You have no waves or anything like a standard MOBA. So if you can just absolutely just destroy another team and like there's little they can do about it mm-hmm. especially if the, the matchup is really one-sided but then again like you can get zapdos and then you can be winning all game long and your opponent just barely steal the win from you at the end like and they haven't done anything all game so it's <laughs> one of those things where it's just so diametric and it's like so like either you're you know you're starving or you're you know thriving like so it's like and there's no in between, like it's so like that kind of burns people out faster than just having like a nice middle ground of gameplay. So yeah, it's it's interesting. It's um, I think it has a lot of potential, but it's it's one of those games where it will probably continue to do well because it's free to play. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like there may be some balancing or some things that need to be introduced. There may be uh, you know they do different game modes and and, and shake things up, um, new ways to play. Um, and so that might benefit from it. I know like from playing competitive, um, just, uh, you're playing a lot of Splatoon three lately. Um, and there's a lot of like close matches and things. It sounds like, um, it, if there was more some, some added mechanics or something, like it could be anyone's game anytime. Um, you know, it's not so much, you just basically, there's no coming back from a, a really big, you know, a really good team. And, uh, but then there's like there's there's those niche ones where like you can steal a win just barely at the end or something. So you know, sounds like they could do a little bit more adjustment for that game. Um, but uh, I'm glad that it's a thing. Like we played, you know, when I had COVID, 
we played quite a bit in January, uh, in February. So that was, that was a lot of fun playing with you guys that, um, Oh yeah. And, uh, and we, we, uh, I pretty much just slept from that to Pokemon go, which I'm kind of on a hiatus from that right now. It got cold, so I'm not walking as much, <laughs> but, uh, I'm definitely enjoying that. I'm hoping that they, they bring some of the mythical Pokemon, to, to Pokemon go soon. I'll probably get into play it a little bit more for that. Um, when they do, but I'm kind of on a hiatus for that. And I've uh, picked up a little bit more Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. And uh, of course, got Pokemon game and Splatoon and everything. Keep me busy. Um, so let's go ahead and get into um, the current games. Uh, the new ones that just released. Um, I guess, was that just yesterday that it launched? I guess they did a midnight release if you did Thursday night. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about that game, like our experiences so far that we've had with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And um, I'll let you go ahead and take over here um, and, and talk a bit about about your experiences with it, and then um, I can I can kind of follow up with that, and we can kind of go back and forth. So, so what are your first so, initial um, impressions? Well, I I usually play games weirdly, so um, I either play Pokemon two different ways. I either just plow through them and you know just let one Pokemon get as strong as possible, or I'll meticulously collect every single Pokemon I can and every single item and stuff. And I've gone for the latter strategy this time. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is like any game that has any kind of platforming or anything you can like search in and stuff, I have a need to try to push that as far as I can and try to break it. Like, uh-huh. so I already. So this isn't you know not much of a spoiler or anything. And once you get past the first area, um, before the, even the first town, really, um, outside of you know the starting town, uh, yeah, you can do a little bit of exploring there. And I found a hill, and like you're not supposed to make it up to the hill uh, quite yet, but I was able to like shimmy myself and get just the right angle and get up on top of that hill. <laughs> And then another thing was one of the mechanics they added to this game is um, to where you can, because one of the things that was actually frustrating in, in Sword and Shield was with flying Pokemon. You had to wait for them to come down to you. Yeah. So in this game, you can just look at a Pokemon, throw your Pokeball, and start initiate the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this kind of teleports you a little bit over, you know, if you're a little bit of a distance. Uh-huh. And so another way I broke the game is... Uh, there's a ledge and you're not, you can't make that jump unless you have, you know, something later on. And I, uh, there was a Pokemon on the other side, so I could initiate a fight and it teleported me to the other side of the ledge. And I got to <laughs> area four and I was not even to, you know, the, uh, the first town yet. So, <laughs> so I, uh, so I've been uh, catching just a whole bunch of Pokemon in an area that I wasn't even supposed to get to, um, <laughs> And I found out something interesting because I've done light research on the game before going into it, but I wanted most of the things to not be spoiled, you know. Yeah. I did not realize that they changed how this game works from every other Pokemon game. And it makes sense with the mechanic of being able to go into anybody's Pokemon game. Also, uh-huh. I note on that. Uh, be careful who you let in your game because they can steal your shinies, I found out. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so that's, I'm like, oh, it's a really interesting mechanic, but if they take your Pokemon from your world, including your Shinies, that's uh, kind of a, would make me hesitant about having people come into my Pokemon world. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good uh, good warning there. Yeah, so, um, but they, uh, uh, they changed it to where now 
not only Pokemon you trade will not listen to you if they're over a certain level, Pokemon you catch won't listen to you if they're over a certain level. Okay. Huh. So I uh, so I was really excited. Like you know, I was able. I managed to catch you know the Pokemon. You know, my Pokemon are level five through ten, and I was able mm-hmm. to catch level twenty Pokemon, but it won't listen to me. <laughs> so yeah. you know, it, it'll do the same. Where it'll sometimes listen to you, sometimes not, just depending. My wife even caught a level thirty-three Pokemon in that area because I helped her with that glitch and got yeah. her up there as well. And she, uh, there's a, I think it was a Sazlet or the evolution. I just, just my mind is forgetting the name of um, Salazzle. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, she caught a level thirty-three one. <laughs> like, and you know, and the thing is, um, also another note because uh, I saw a video on this is uh, auto save is on by default. So I had to turn that off. Yeah. Auto save is it's a really good idea. Um, that's one of the things that's helped me because I, uh, so I don't have quick balls. One of the tricks, you know, with quick balls is saving before you catch a Pokemon, just throwing the quick ball over and over again until you get the critical capture that first time. Yeah. That's something that one of the things I was doing was just like just a hard grinding, like trying to get all the Pokemon that I'm not supposed to be able to catch at this point (laughs) and just like just doing that. And yeah, I ended up catching everything in that area and I've moved on. I'm now trying finally going to, you know, the actual school and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much that's, you know, I've just, I've got a shiny, um, one of the things that's funny about the game is because Pokemon spawn far more frequently and you can actually see more Pokemon. They'll like actually spawn in like groups of five at a time and stuff. Yeah, and sometimes you'll get like the evolutions in with the five. So, cool. Oh, yeah. I actually got um, the new electric fighting Pokemon. I got one of those. Uh, yeah, I just area. did that today. Yeah, it's a, m- a middle evolution in the... Uh, in that area, like it, it spawned with a bunch of them, but um, I got a shiny uh, swell blue, and I was catching another Pokemon, and I could see it, and I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up! Like, you, know, <laughs> you have to go through all the things. Like, do you want to give it a nickname, and like, where do you want to send it? I was like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up! And I like, I just darted over there. Like, <laughs> it was pretty nice. Like they they say shinies, uh, and I've seen a few people have like. Chinese before the first area just because of how much they spawn. So if you just spend time roaming around, mm. you know, you can get Chinese a lot easier. But yeah. on the counter side is they don't make a noise anymore, like in the wild. So mm. like in uh, Let's Go, you would hear the sparkles and stuff and people would use that cue. Um, so you have to have an eye, you have to have a trained eye to be able to see those things. So I was glad I saw that Swablu because it's been a one I've been wanting for a while. I haven't never like in Pokemon Go um, or anything. I've just, you know, in any other game, I've just never been able to get a shiny Swablu for a reason, mm-hmm. for some reason. And this one I did. So I was like, hey, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, what do they look like in the wild? Like, do they give off a shimmer or something to catch your eye? Or is that you, you really have to know the different colors? Nope, you really have to know the different colors, which is okay. makes me like so paranoid because like uh, fletchlings spawn in the game and their shiny is very very similar to their normal, and so I will stare at every single one like they spawn in a group of five. I'm like, are you all the same? Okay, okay, you're all the same. Like, <laughs> so 
So yeah, yeah, like you'll do the shiny sparkle when you initiate the battle. So if you're mm-hmm. not sure, just like go into a battle with them and then they'll do the sparkle if they are shiny. Okay. Um I I was fighting a one of the pig Pokemon and uh I saw it was a different color and I went to fight it and it was just it was just a different gendered version. Um but then I was playing a raid battle and someone brought in the shiny version um and it just looked like a pig like it yeah, was just a pink pig yeah. i'm like okay that's kind of cool like <laughs> the shiny is like that <laughs> but um but yeah i haven't seen any shinies yet. i saw a couple of spoiler pokemon um just from doing the raid battle stuff um a couple people threw in uh some things that i didn't know what it was from or what it was related to the one that was a water looked like a water Pokemon. And it could have been the third evolution to Quaxley, but or the second stage, but I didn't, I wasn't quite sure because it seemed off. It wasn't quite a duck. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was actually what I've seen, if that was something else it makes. And um, then I got to see the, the Fido evolution. That was kind of cool to see. Um, there's a couple other things I've seen just from I'm playing the raids, but um yeah, I got, got my Dunsparce. I'm pretty happy about that. It's a fire uh, Dunsparce. And then I caught another one that was just a regular one. And um, I'm hoping that there's that evolution there. Um, but there's a couple other cool ones. I got like I got a um, Ponyard that had um, ghost type. And there's another one I got that was steel. Oh, it was a, the, the punk rock Pokemon, the electric. Poison. Um, the, the lower evolution or the higher evolution? The lower evolution. Um, I cannot think Toxel. of what its name is. It throws a ten, temper tantrum, but yeah, Toxel. So I got that one that's a steel version, and I may just train that one up to be, you know, to see how it becomes, because like, I like the idea of that being steel kind of offset with the poison and the electric and stuff, but so instead uh, of being four times weak against ground, it's only two times weak against ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've changed up. But uh yeah, it's just kinda cool to see some of these different typings that you can do. Um, you know, it's I don't think there's really any fire moves that work well with um Dunsparce, because the Dunsparce is really built for being physical and physical attack, and I can't think of any fire moves that be physical damaging that you could teach to that one. And I, none of the moves become that type, correct? Like they have um, to no, have a fire there type. Is a, there is a terror blast move, which um, changes depending on the terror type, but the Pokemon mm-hmm. has to actually have terrestrialized in order to um, use it like that. So, Oh, okay. What does it do when it's, when you're not terrestrialized? I'm not sure. I think it might just be a normal move. I haven't messed with it too much because I haven't even got to the part. I just now got to the part where I could trust you. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, it's I'm loving, absolutely loving, you know, discovering new Pokemon again. Like I'm, I'm doing the thing where I'm trying to catch just everything that I can. I'm not worrying about evolving anything older because I've got, you know, eventually I'll be able to port all that into the game. But I still want to catch things as I come across to them. So I'm not going to spend the time like, leveling up each thing to get the next evolution, but I'll, I'll catch it if there's another stage and uh, I'll worry about leveling stuff up once I've gotten through, you know, majority of what I can catch. Um, but I did, I did see one spoiler. Um, and it was just cause I, I saw 
you know, IGN posted an article about like the thousandth Pokemon. There's over a thousand Pokemon now. And uh, they said that the thousandth one was kind of interesting. So I, I definitely checked that one out and it was, it was okay. Like, cool. You know, I'm glad that they did something for the thousandth. Um, but it's awesome that there's a thousand now. Like, that's so cool. Um, I don't know what all that involves or what all, you know, but I've been really enjoying seeing some of them. I think, and I can get this pretty early on, so I don't think it's too spoilery. And actually, they show it in the opening it's an animation of the game. So I guess it's not really spoiler at all. But I really, really like the, the Flamingo Pokemon. Uh, Flamingo. I love that Pokemon so much. Like, it's helped me so many times already. Like, I didn't even expect it to. Because, like, I, just the wind type, or the wing, um, uh, just that typing, you know, just being able to use wing attack but also have some fighting in there too, to help, you know, offset things. Like it's, it's kind of cool to have that, that type matchup though. It's really weird to get hit by another flying Pokemon and it'd be super effective. Cause <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how the typing things work in this, but did they change it up a little bit or did I misunderstood? Cause I always thought that the second type was an off type. And so it wasn't as weak, but it seems like in this one, like it was, it's flying fighting, but yet Flying works really well, super effective against the fighting, which is the secondary. So I wasn't no, sure how that yeah, worked. That was um, one of the, like, so there are a lot of older, like, Pokemon magazines and stuff that have a lot of, like, um, information that wasn't quite correct. Like, I had one that was a really good magazine, like, um, but it one of the things it said that if a Pokemon was pure type, it would get 1.5 stab, and if it was a dual type, it would get 1.25 stab, which may have been something they were originally going to put in, like, the second-gen games, but wasn't the case. It was actually just all stab is 1.5 times mm-hmm. um, a bonus to the attack. So, yeah, no, weakness is just uh, just added up straight. So, like, if you're weak against... Um, now, Pokemon Go does some weird things with like type advantages and weaknesses and stuff, um, especially because we don't have immunity in that game. Uh, yeah. But side of that, um, yeah, like if so, if you get hit with a flying move, unless you have another type that's like resistant, like if you're flying steel, or I mean not uh, fighting steel, sorry, um, then you know you're not going to take as much damage from a flying attack. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense, I suppose. Um. But yeah, I've. I really enjoyed the flamingo. I don't know if it evolves or not, but I've been leveling it up just because it's been a, a bit of a bruiser for my team. <laughs> it's the one that I switch out when I'm having some trouble, and it, it mops up things for me. So, um, I, and I like its idea where it doesn't get intimidated and uh, it can hit ghost and and what have you. Um, you just you know hit them with fighting moves and stuff. So it's kind of cool. Does it have the scrappy ability? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I was thinking of you because when I went up to the area I wasn't supposed to be in yet, um, there was a halucha there. Oh, so cool. I caught the flamingo already, and then I was like, oh, hey, a halucha. So I ended up catching the halucha. Um, I was like, oh, man, I need to tell Ryan about this spot so he can come up here and catch the halucha. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see what Pokemon they have in there, but Dunsparce is in there. I'm really happy about that. I haven't seen a Togepi yet, um, but a lot of the other babies were wa- wandering around in the starting area, or not, not too far from the starting area. So I just wondered if it was something that was actually in the game or maybe not. Um, I did find a Basculin and noticed that it didn't have an evolution in the Pokedex. 
Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, Basque Legion is something that's from history. I didn't expect it to actually show up because it's only existed in the past, like the far past. So it's kind of cool to see that it didn't have a representation there. It didn't have a slot there. Well, it's like, no. don't count that out quite yet because uh, okay. it's probably going to be a similar situation that we had with um, Sword and uh, Shield and stuff. So, like, you know, we had the glare and meowth and the, you know, the uh, berserker. Um, yeah. But you could still bring in a Alolan Persian or a Alolan, right. yeah, or the uh, regular Persian to the game. So it's going to be a similar situation. I, and I'm pretty sure um, that they're going to have connectivity with uh, Arceus and stuff once. Um, you know, you can have that connection with home and you can bring some of those older Pokemon in. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if National sense. Deck. Yeah. Well, it makes sense with this game doing the whole, like, past and future kind of thing. That's kind of been, like, the vague theme they've been teasing, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that I've looked incredibly too much into that story-wise, but, mm-hmm. you know, you have your, you know, your Rock Drake Pokemon and your Space Motorcycle Pokemon, so, like, it's... Uh, <laughs> interesting thing so um no it's it'd be nice you know i was happily surprised when i was like okay they're gonna be bringing these pokemon into the game so because there's a couple ones i didn't really play arceus and so there was a couple pokemon i was like hey i'd like to maybe get some of these you know even though i didn't want to go out and play the entirety of arceus just to get a couple pokemon yeah definitely worth playing uh a lot of fun um I I came across a fire Pokemon, um, and unfortunately I knocked it out, so I gotta hope that it comes back and I can catch it. I, I just saw it recently in... I'm kind of doing... I, I've done two gyms, and I did one Titan, and now I'm doing the, the first star, Team Star battle, and uh, that Pokemon showed up there, um, and I kind of wish I could have caught it before, you know, and worked with that, but... Um, yeah, just uh, slowly leveling up Pokemon, trying to get them evolved. I did do mystery trading a lot, or whatever they call it. Um, I can't think of what it is, like quick trade or something. But um, I've been doing that a lot, and I, I got a Pokemon that I hadn't had before. It was some kind of electric flying bird, um, and I got that evolved to its second form, or its its first stage, and... Um, it looks like it might have a third stage. So I'm, I'm having fun, like, kind of discovering new Pokemon and really enjoying um, going in with, without any spoilers, really. I don't know what any of the evolutions look like for the starters. Um, and I'm, I'm on the, the first stage for that starter. And um, I just hit level 30. So I'm hoping that I'm, you know, maybe four more levels or so or four to six more levels and I'll have that, that third one and see what it looks like. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see what the others look like too. Um, but I'm definitely just enjoying, you know, trying to get my living decks going. So I'm catching like multiples of Pokemon just to make sure I've got one of each. Uh, so if they do evolve into a, a third you know, or second stage, you know, I'll, I'll be ready for that or what have you. So. <laughs> oh, there's an evolution mechanic in this game. That's going to make that very tedious for you. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> Unless you want me to. Um, very tedious. Um, 
so is it a bunch of Pokemon that just evolve in different ways, or is it just different forms? Because I'm not too yeah. big into collecting the forms of different Okay, ones. yeah, it's a Pokemon that has, like, depending, like, it randomly will evolve into a different form, and it's, like, like by random, like, 1 in 25 chance it will uh, okay. evolve into a different form. Okay, I'm not too concerned about that. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, Fido or something, it became a different kind of bread or something, but... Uh, <laughs> No, Fido's evolution has a really cool ability to where if it gets hit by a fire attack, it um, becomes uh, uh, it's immune to fire and it increases its defense because it becomes cool. more hard. It's like a, it becomes yeah. a hard bread. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's awesome. Really... <laughs> <laughs> that's such a cool idea. Like, I, I like some of the creativity they've been putting in this game. Like, music is phenomenal. Like. Toby Fox helped out with some of that, and you can tell tell like it's catchy. It's it's good. Like there's a lot of stuff that like cycles, um, and it's like different arrangements of the same like tune, but like it's still got a lot of variety of different areas. I'm I'm loving it a lot. Um, they had one that was very um, Spain centric in its sound, um, and it kind of pulled on those those um, those regional strings, and I really like what they're doing with that. Um, I've, I've enjoyed the music quite a bit in this game. Um, just in general, the sound quality, um, despite, you know, Pokemon's flaws that it has this new version with glitches and the sky appearing at the end of a battle below you or, um, other strange things. I've seen some pretty crazy videos out, out there online <laughs> of glitches. Um, but it's got its glitchy messes, but I think, like, I can praise them. Like, they took to heart a lot of the things people complained about in past games. Where like, ah, oh, the character models are so boring. Like, and you have, like, detailed clothing with threads. You can tell tell the individual threads. And then you have some Pokemon that have, like, hair built out on them. Like, it's a lot. It's really cool to see a Pokemon that has, you know, individual strands of hair and has that texture and look to them. And, uh, you know, if you look at, like, I was looking at Dunsparce on on a screen and it looked kind of, kind of scaly. Um, and I was like, yes, this is awesome. Like Pokemon detail. Like they, they put a lot of care into the character models and a little less care into the overworld and uh, some of the glitches and things. Like, I guess there's a memory leak going on where you have to reset or turn off your game and turn it back on again to clear the memory leak or to clear the memory. So it, you know, functions better again. But um, the, the, besides its technical difficulties, like some of the, the care they put into certain areas definitely shows. And I'm really happy that they're taking those steps forward. And these are building blocks towards, you know, taking these assets and building upon that and making the world better in the next game and, and keeping those other assets that are beautiful, like, going. And, uh, you know, perhaps they're going to do, you know, each iteration is going to have, like, improvement in, like, the attacks, animations, and and things like that. And it's just a little bit at a time each time until you get to that, that really awesome, like, kind of crescendo of everything. Um, I'm hoping that that shadows into an MMO, but you know, that's everybody's Pokemon dream. <laughs> well, one of the things they actually, um, a lot of things they have improved in this game, the, the thing it's like kind of overshadowing is like the slowness of the overworld and stuff, but mm-hmm. like menu screens and everything's so snappy, like everything's yeah. so snappy compared to like, you know, even Sword and Shield. And then, uh, except for switching Pokemon, that's a little bit slower, but it makes mm-hmm. more sense given the overworld and stuff. Um, outside of that, like, just 
I was like, oh man, they've made so many improvements. I remember looking at the your you know your starting house and stuff. I was like, wow, this is really pretty. This is really detailed. <laughs> and I looked at a painting and I was thrown into a black void because <laughs> uh, the camera moved <laughs> outside of where it was supposed to go. And I was like, I was like, oh gosh, what happened? And I like I just turned the camera and I was back. Into the, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's the that is the I guess the quintessential experience of scarlet and violet it's like oh this is really p- pretty oh my gosh what is going on okay it's it's mm-hmm. fine it's, you know it's minor it's nothing like too major actually was just seeing that um, game informer was passing around like if your game does crash there's like a code you can put in and there's actually like a secret like um, save file like or like it just puts you back to the last place you were even without the save like kind of almost oh, okay. like a quick save feature yeah. And like you just go for like from the menu and stuff and put in just hit the buttons at the like the opening screen and stuff and it'll take you back to that like quick save. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Really handy. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things in here that like they they gave uh, just in case you know like um, like, <laughs> like the whole thing that like um it, you know it's a very ambitious project it is very fun. Like I'm very much enjoying it. Like I know there's some people who like those glitches and stuff, just take them right out of the game and stuff. And that's just like, you know, you know, PC players who like the frame rate dropped, you know, yeah. two points because like five hoppets spawned at the same time right next to me, you know, like that's not going to bother me as much, you know, as the amount of detail and amount of fun I'm having just getting to explore. Like, cause I've, I've explored for over an hour and I didn't even get to the first town. Like, mm-hmm. you don't do that in a Pokemon game. Like, you don't, you know, how close were you from Pallet, you know, to uh, Viridian City? Like, you know, that walk yeah. is like nothing. And like now this is kind of what feels like to actually be, you know, like what you thought Pokemon was as a kid. Like, just the sprawling yeah. landscape that you can, you know, search. Yeah, um, I, I almost run, run into the problem where, like, if I'm on my mount, like riding around, like and going fast, like um, I'm annoyed by how many Pokemon are there because I accidentally run into them and, and start a battle because I can't, I can't get around all those. So I want to do the open world, like run, and then accidentally trigger the battles and stuff. But um, and that's another thing, like you know, you can go faster on your mount and like you you do it. And it they just added some effects to make it look like you're going faster, but you're not really sped up that fast. And I'm like, this is kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, I, I like uh, they get some weird like pacing things like when we first start, you're just like walking and like eventually you'll start to be able to run. But like, like oh, it's taking forever. And so like it gives you that feeling like you're actually moving faster when you may not have that. It's like got some weird like jarring things with just mechanics. I mean, there's other things like I'm I'm cracking up at some of these these glitches and bugs that I see. Like it doesn't take me out of the experience. I mean, as much as like it's it's comical, so that's enough for me, like rewarding enough for me. And I probably would be bothered if I was like trying to get immersed into the game. Um, but I played so many Pokemon, like it's 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 almost refreshing to see these silly things. <laughs> Not to no, say yeah, that like, they shouldn't clean them up, but <laughs> oh yeah, no, I loved being able to by like skill or just figuring something out get to a place where I wasn't supposed to be like, and then be able to catch Pokemon and stuff like that. That is to me is like what I love to do is like doing that and like, you know, testing my skill, being able to catch Pokemon. I shouldn't be able to catch, you know, mm-hmm. I understand because of having the mechanic with, you know, people coming into the game, you know, 
you can be, you know, at the end of the game and have someone new come in the game, catch like, you know, a level 50 Pokemon, you know, just by, you know, saving and like, you know, throwing a Pokeball at it and getting a, you know, critical capture and then being able to go back to their game and have a level 50 Pokemon just breeze through the game. So I understand why, but I would like if they would have allowed us to, you know, use those Pokemon that I, you know, I captured this, you know, like in my game, you know, like I should be able to use it, you know, I went through the things and, you know, caught a level, you know, 25 Scyther that has false swipe on it. And all I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I want to use that. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. that would help me catch Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, speaking of Scyther, I did come across, that was my first, um, Uh, that was my first uh, terrestrialized Pokemon, and um, I threw a lot at it. Like I used the um, what is it? I used the move that lowers accuracy, the attack, the mud slap, or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, that you know reduced the accuracy. And so I was able to do a lot more. Like I shouldn't have been able to take it down, but because I did the accuracy thing, um, and I eventually paralyzed it. And uh, so, you know, my rest of my team were able to whittle it down to the point where I could catch it. Um, so it, it, there's just techniques you can do um, to catch a Pokemon that's way over leveled um, if you just, you know, hit things just right. And um, I had a, just a stroke of luck where, you know, one Pokemon happened to be a little bit faster than it. And I got the move off that, that caused the accuracy to go down and they missed a couple of attacks. And suddenly I was, you know, turned things around. I was like, yes, I'm going to catch my first one. No. <laughs> so. Um, don't definitely don't give up uh, when playing. Um, if you're going up against some Pokemon that's just impossibly strong, like there are ways to to do something about that. So, yeah, my first terrestrialized wild terrestrialized Pokemon was a level 50 Leafeon. Wow. I was, yeah, I was like, and I was not like, <laughs> I was not ready for that even with the Pokemon I had caught. Like it just because it was a grass um, terrestrialized Leafeon. So yeah. And terrestrialization basically doubles your damage if it's your type already. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's like you know that improvement. And so it's like it hit like a truck. Like nothing yeah. could survive, even with resistance. Nothing could survive one hit from it. Yeah. And so it's like, whew. and if I had like certain attacks and stuff, you know, I could, you know, sleep moves, things like that. I could have probably worked around it, but I was just like, nope, I'm just going to leave this for later. because like, <laughs> I'm not at the point to get this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of all over the place with this Pokemon game. Like I don't have anything I'm specifically focusing on. I'll do a little bit here, do a little bit there, go explore over here, go to this when I get bored. Like, you know, I, and it's rewarding. Like, I don't feel like, I'm missing out because I'm not doing this other thing. It doesn't really like punish you for not, you know, sticking with one story. You can do all three of the the branching stories like at once and just do different things here or there. It's just whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go. It's really nice. I haven't squatted up with anybody yet uh, or know really what that's like. And I don't quite understand the point of having Pokemon battle for me. Um, I probably could make use of that more, but um you know, you get a taste of that when doing the battle against Team Star, um, where you're throwing out a bunch of different Pokemon. So that's kind of cool. Um, I just don't know if that's really my play style, but I do enjoy 
the idea that that's that's a possibility. And I don't know if that becomes like a really important thing later on for like leveling up and stuff, but I do like just the option to do that. And there's a lot of different things you can do. I'm not too keen on buying a bunch of food for the sandwiches and stuff, though I hear you can get some boosts and stuff with like egg eggs chances and things. So I might look into that a little bit more. I don't know if there's any like shiny boosting sandwiches out there either, but just kind of like wanting to see how much of a difference those sandwiches make later on. But right now I'm just worried about catching Pokemon. I haven't figured out how to do the the picnic mechanic yet, but I hear that's how you get eggs and things. I might start breeding my uh, my starter Pokemon and start trading for some of the other starters because I didn't end up actually doing the reset because to get to that point in the game, it takes a little bit longer than I want. <laughs> so I just ended up saying, oh, I'll just trade with someone later and get, get the other starters. So I didn't end up actually doing that where I was going to pick, you know, start with all three starters. And we just, and part of that, if I had done the midnight release, I probably would have stayed up all night and done that. But um because I had a migraine and I just went out the next day and got the game. Um, I just wasn't able to to take the time to do that. And Draco wanted to get in right away and start playing. So we're playing that together and we both had the same starter. So we didn't really get a benefit of that either. So but I just start with the grass starter. So uh, Sprigatito is my, my fam. <laughs> it looks like you have Sprigatito as well. Yes, I did uh, actually start with Sprigatito. I, it was a hard choice. Um, but I like Sprigatito is basically the Greninja or uh, score bunny of this game. It has like good competitive moves and it's like, so it's what I ended up going with though. There's some things they ended up uh, nerfing um, like protein and uh, libero uh, libero, whatever. Um, it doesn't, um, it only activates once while the Pokemon's out. Mm-hmm. Instead of like being able to like use it multiple times, or it only works the first time the Pokemon's out. I, I can't remember the exact uh, nerf to it, but it's like it's like a noticeable nerf. And they also nerfed it Battle Bond, which is another reason why people are talking about Ash uh, not being in the main character anymore, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, Greninja is no longer going to turn into Ash Greninja. Battle Bond is like a, just a stat boost now. Yeah. Okay. So, um, those, uh, so it's interesting. And also, um, eventually, you know, most of the Pokemon games, you can bring in most of the legendaries and they, um, randomly nerf, uh, Cresselia for some reason, hmm. it, just a little bit, uh, but like Cresselia is a Pokemon I used competitively, you know, um, uh, back, I think in seventh gen. And it's Pokemon mm-hmm. I really liked. So I was like, why now? And the only thing I could think of is maybe it was oppressive in um, the uh, Shining Diamond and you know, uh, Pearl games, Brilliant Diamond, Shining yeah. Pearl. But um, the thing about those games is those aren't truly like the Gen 7 meta because like it's, it's really weird how they did those games because they don't really have like the like you can't really trade the Pokemon back and forth between the games and like only competitive was done in Sword and Shield but not and necessarily those mm-hmm. and they had a lot limited move pool like Zapdos which has been a competitive staple for a long time was uh, like considered like garbage because it didn't have like most of its like competitive moves like Heat Wave and stuff which is good you know coverage for it 
Yeah. So I can understand in that environment, Cresselia being kind of oppressive because it's very bulky Pokemon. So, yeah. and then Samazenta, they also nerfed. Mm-hmm. And he's not like competitive whatsoever. <laughs> like he was actually uh, the other one. Um, Sword Doggo is a very, very much a competitive Pokemon. They nerfed both their abilities to where it only gives them the um, increase on the first time they come uh-huh. out. Hmm. I guess like if they get killed in like raid battles and stuff, like you know, you don't get that boost again. And so it's like, that's, that's kind of rough. I mean, there's still decent Pokemon, but you know. Yeah. Have you uh, gotten a chance to join in on any, uh, like bigger star raid battles uh, competitively? Or I know um, I, I've, the highest I've done is a level two, which is the Ponyard. Uh, Like, so I haven't got to do any of the raid battles in this game yet, because um, I'm okay. not quite that part, because <laughs> like, I've spent two hours just roaming the fields in the first area, okay. and the fourth area. They're not far in. like, the, Yeah, they're not very far in at all, um, when you could start doing those. Um, yeah, they just, they're not much different than Sword and Shield, where you have like a, a mound of something like rocks or something, and you can just go there and start the battle and then link up with other players, what have you. Yeah, the um, I've looked into them and stuff, and it's, uh, they look like they improve those too, like they're faster. And like my brother, uh, Tony, who, you know, he's been on the podcast before, he was telling me they, they're, you know, they're a lot more streamlined and a lot more, you know, he's, he got a um, Growlithe that its uh, Terra type was uh, electric, so oh, nice. Really good. Yeah. So he was like, he's like, this is one of the coolest ones I've gotten so far, you know, like, and like, because Growlithe also gets a lot of good electric moves like Thunderfang and Wild Charge and stuff like that. So yeah, like, that's a really good, and it covers its weaknesses and you still have stab with, you know, when you're in your terror, when you terrestrialize, you still have your actual normal stab, even though you're not those types anymore. Ah, huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. I like that for my Dunsparce. <laughs> Not that normal stab really matters. <laughs> hmm. Very cool. Well, um, was there anything you wanted to bring, like closing to the end of this episode, or kind of kind of a longer episode, but definitely worth it with all the Pokemon content that we've gotten? Oh yeah. Uh, no, the um, last thing I wanted to mention was like when we we're talking about the anime. Um, so Pokemon originally wasn't going to go past Generation Two. Most mm-hmm. people don't know that. Like they generation two, they the way the reason why those games are so good is because they thought that was it. They thought the hype was gonna die down and Pokemon was gonna be, you know, a one hit wonder and mm-hmm. you know, that was gonna be it for it. And so originally they had Ash um you know becoming uh, you know, getting with Misty at the end of like, you know, um the movies and stuff. Like originally they were gonna be together. So with yeah. your idea you were talking about of, uh, you know, maybe Ash being the dad and stuff, it would be interesting if it was like the son of Ash and Misty, you know, if they actually yeah. finally brought that plot point home and stuff and they <laughs> end up having a kid and, they, you know, they're Boruto as it would be, you know, yeah. <laughs> not as annoying as that, but, you know, I would, I would like to see that, you know, have, suddenly have Ash age and, you know, boom, him and Misty have a kid and that kid is now the one going off and, 
doing stuff. I'd be, I'd, yeah, I'd be for that, you know. I'm sure that the rival would be, you know, Gary's daughter, and I could see a, a, a smell you later and a girl's like voice. <laughs> be so Gary on that. <laughs> yes, this this needs to happen, Nintendo, please. <laughs> Uh, it would be beautiful for sure, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I I'm, I'm excited to see where the series goes. Uh, they they put a lot of love into the series this this these past you know few years, and uh, you know there's some been some missteps with with graphics and 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 things that they've handled with some things, but other things I think were really good, and I still think the, the Pokemon like games are in good hands, and I I. Honestly, expect Pokemon to go back and put patches in to make things better, the gameplay experience, make it a great game. So I'm not willing to fault it like from its launch um, to say that like they're not going to fix anything. And if they don't fix anything, like I'll be a little hesitant on the next game being very good quality. But also, like I've seen how much care they put into the character models. Like you know, bodies are defined; they're not just like straight boards and stuff like that. So, and that just the like the care of the clothing and the customization and stuff has gotten better. And so I really do like the steps they've been taking to make it, you know, make it really great. Um, so, and just the quality of the anime is, is really good and they're keeping up with everything. I'm kind of curious to see where things go. Uh, they did send out a, a survey kind of like to all things Pokemon. Like, what do you, what do you want to see? Where do you want to see Pokemon go? And I filled out that survey and uh, I definitely put my voice like, it's like you know MMO, and I love playing with friends, and like kind of really leaning heavy into that um, the social aspect, and hopefully that becomes a thing. Like and and I like the idea of like bonding with Pokemon more in some way, not necessarily like a Pokemon and me thing, but like just something that makes something like natural flow of things. Like you know, I, I, it would be really nice to have connections like you know like connections with like Tamagotchis or whatever back in the day, but something a little yeah. bit more deep than that. Uh, or, you know build friendships with your Pokemon, give something to do with those Pokemon, even if they're at level 100, like give them something that you can do with them, like to bond with them, to, to grow and to, to make them your team and, and be proud of them, but also play with your friends and, uh, and grow in those experiences too. Um, just, just the bonds with Pokemon and, and, uh, just in immersion in those worlds would be pretty cool. Um, I, yeah, I just, I love the Pokemon series. It's a lot of fun. Like I don't mind doing the grinding stuff. Though I will say Pokemon still puts me to sleep whenever I do grinding or like, you know, trying to hatch eggs or something like I'll, I'll, I'll pass out pretty quickly, but, uh, but I really, really enjoy the series. And uh, I think it's just a re- really relaxing thing for me and I could just completely get lost in it. I could forget to eat, forget to sleep, you know, unless I just pass out. Like that's what I'm going to do my college days. Like I would not sleep. I would just play Pokemon. That's what I would do at night. And uh, you know, that was just, that was my thing. That was my thing to, to zone out with and just enjoy. So I'm glad that we get a new generation of that. And I'm enjoying like just the themes and the care they put into what they have in this game. And I'm, I'm excited to see it, you know, get better from here uh, with the improvements of patches and just, uh, you know, I, I love it. I, I love, we've got a new Pokemon to play. It's really awesome. And uh, I'm really hopeful for the Pokemon series as a whole. And I hope uh, people are able to get back into it um, with you know, the Legends RCS being a new take on the series and a fresh take on the gameplay um, versus, you know, new Pokemon in this game, like lots of new Pokemon to get in this game. And then, uh, you know, other adventures with, uh, you know, your Pokemon Unites and and your Pokemon uh, Shuffles and, uh, you know, other, other games, the mobile games, I think, uh, 
I think it's really cool that they have like a Fire Emblem esque style one where you can collect the trainers and stuff with the other with the other Pokemon mobile yes. games and into the cafe game as well. So uh, definitely some cool things there. Uh, we never did get Pokemon Sleep. Who knows where that is? Uh, maybe we'll see it again someday. But um, well, you already have Pokemon Sleep, so <laughs> true that. <laughs> well, um, do you want to show? Uh, you know, before we end the episode, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at uh, stoic underscore hero, and same on YouTube. Uh, YouTube actually just added uh, handles and stuff, so it's uh, stoic underscore hero uh, there as well. Awesome, awesome. Of course, you can always find our show on the major podcast catchers out there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook uh, or uh, on Twitter at Nintendo underscore OS. How long? Uh, see how long Twitter lasts with all the uh, latest. <laughs> that's been going on with that but hopefully uh hopefully that's still a thing going forward and uh you can also find us um you know just just um on our facebook chat we uh, absolutely love and have a good community there i never really got big into discord chat but facebook we have our own chat there that that's uh it's pretty thriving community and uh definitely uh, a lot of cool contents content streamers on there and just uh, in general just a good good place to hang out and uh you know, again, we're glad we're back with the podcasting again, and I uh, hope you are enjoying the episodes just as much as we are. Glad to be back. And uh, well, I think that brings us to the end of the, end of the episode, Ravi. Uh, I hope you have a good rest of your week, and I hope everyone, everyone who listens, has a good week. And we will all catch you later. Bye. Later, Preston. <laughs>